Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the number one show in all of Michigan covering MHSAA girls volleyball. This is Above the Net. The gang is back together again alongside State Champs volleyball guru Vince Muscat. I'm your host, Jenna Rose. We have to give another thank you to Olympic gold medalist Jordan Larson for joining us on last week's show. If you missed that interview, you can listen to the full episode anywhere you like to get your podcasts. In the leadoff spot of today's show, we have an OAA Red Division matchup. This was the second time this season that Clarkson and Lake Orion have played each other. Both teams came in unbeaten in the OAA Red Division. Yeah, Clarkson got Lake Orion in a preseason tournament early in the year. These guys are rivals. They're perennial favorites in the OAA Red. I, I feel like every year when you see a team in the semifinals in the state tournament, it's either one of these two. And it's funny because usually when Clarkson wins the OAA, you find that Lake Orion beats them in districts or, or vice versa. So they're a very competitive rivalry. When you talk about Lake Orion, Nina Horning, who just committed to Cincinnati, leads the team offensively. She's just very fluid in the back row and, and is a versatile player, both front row and back row when it comes to attacking. She has 217 kills on the year. Setter, Jaina McCauley, she runs the show, she's athletic, she's got a great team chemistry, and she's just a leader by how hard she works on the court. Also keep an eye out for Piper Talaga, she's got 107 kills on the year and she's hitting at a 257 clip. And for Clarkston, we've talked about Clarkston a few times this year. Their team is gonna be based on their setting, I think. Uh, they got a freshman setter in Chloe Geitbrock, just started setting. Coach Allie Smith is very high on her, and then sophomore setter Emery Kubler. She's also somebody who just moves the ball around, and Clarkston is going to need those two to perform well if they want to move into a OAA Red Division Championship. Keep an eye out for sophomore outside hitter Kayla Kogan. She can just fly in the front row. Next, we go to a key battle in the Lakes Valley Conference as Lakeland went on the road to take on South Lyon. Yeah, Lakeland has some key players on their team too. They're ranked honorable mention in prep dig. Setter Eve Martin, six foot one setter. She provides a great blocking front in the front row. Obviously is a setter, so she controls the offense. You've got junior middle hitters, Rachel Zurich and Olivia Krill, who do a really nice job. Um, in order for them to be successful, they've got to really be good at the ball control to get those middles of the ball. And obviously Eve can do that. And for Southline, you have junior setter Gabby Kaminsky. She runs a 5-1. She's got some nice size to her as well. Then you have junior middle hitter Sienna Daly and senior middle hitter Mia Vitale. Finally, we head to a top 10 Division 4 matchup on Tuesday night as number 6 Plymouth Christian traveled to take on number 7 Oakland Christian. The Lancers made it to the D4 State Finals last season. Yeah, Oakland Christian and Pr Plymouth Christian always have a deep postseason run in them. Again, like Clarkston, Lake Orion, you generally find these two MIAC teams. One of them is, is competing in the semis. Plymouth Christian has had some success winning some state titles a few years back. And then you've got Oakland Christian, who was in the state finals last year and really a point away from winning a state championship. When you talk about Oakland, you've got senior middle hitter Anna Frazzi, and you've got senior libero Olivia Coletti. Plymouth Christian has six foot one sophomore Allison Pilot. She's probably one of the most physical attackers in Division Four. For Plymouth Christian success, she's going to have to be on, especially being in the middle where you can't always get the middle of the ball in an out of system situation. DJ Coach Kellogg has 
the Creighton sisters as well. Hallie is a senior setter and Katie is a sophomore libero who play consistently and, and are very important to their success. Hey high school girls volleyball fans, we are now on to one of my favorite segments on Above the Net where we bring on a special guest and talk about their program. For today we have Sarah Lindstrom, the head coach for Northville High School. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. We're definitely excited to hear more about your team, but something that's so interesting about your coaching style is that you really put emphasis on the mental aspect of the sport. How do you approach that in your coaching philosophy? Um, you know, I just, I grew up as a multi-sport athlete. I had all different types of coaches um, and I was just very well aware of the mental side of the game. It was something that I had to work on personally. Um, I'm the baby of four girls, so I was always fighting to be competitive um, and be mentally strong. So when we come into our programs, this is my first year at Northville, our main goal is to make sure um, we know that talent can only get you so far um, and that you need to train your brain the same way that you train your muscles and your body. And how did you take on that experience of coming in with a brand new team? I feel like that sometimes that could be hard navigating different personalities. Yeah, especially we have a full roster. We have 18 girls. It's the first time in my 13 years of coaching that I've ever had a full roster of 18. Um, the main thing is I have a huge coaching staff. I have two full-time assistant coaches, um, Keegan Flack and Darian Bandel, and I have two assistant coaches that are um, unpaid, but they are volunteer and they're there as well, my sister and my husband. Um, so maintaining all the personalities um, helps having a big coaching staff. Um, also, just from the very beginning, we sit the girls down and we explain to them um, how our philosophies work and what we want to see in the gym. And it's pretty much you get on the bus or you get off. And um, we have a lot of girls that are dialed in and, and definitely um, believing in what we're, we're preaching and coaching. Absolutely. Everybody has to buy in. And with your coaching staff, you said four assistant coaches. What do each of them yep. bring to the table when it comes to growing your team? Um, you know, my husband, Eric, he was a, a, a coach at Oakland University for um, over 12 years, I want to say. So he's a Division One coach. He's very tactical and technical um, about breaking down skills. Uh, my sister is one of the most motivating people that I know. Um, she brings that side um, to the game. Darian, she works in psychology. Um, so she is, she understands, she played Division One volleyball, so she understands the skill set and the mindset. Um, and then my best friend, Keegan, she's the tough love of the group. She has great volleyball IQ, but she definitely pushes the girls as well. So we have a little bit of everything that's coming into our coaching staff. You have plenty of polished resumes building this team up. And for you personally, you said you spent 13 years as a coach, and we've seen you at Novi, Divine Child, Wald Lake Central. Yep. What experience and learning lessons do you feel that you've had given those roles? Um, I definitely think I've had all different types of groups. When I was at Divine Child, um, we went to Battle Creek with a team that I don't think many people thought would make it that far. So that's where I really learned how to take um, players who might not be 6'2 and might not be on one's teams at clubs, um, but to get them to work harder than the teams that we're playing against. Um, at Waldeck Central, it was just such a great community of people who wanted to represent their program. So I have gathered things along the way. Um, and with Northville, it's such a deep, talented group. Um, there's a lot of great tradition that was there, and there's a lot of things that we're trying to 
bring into that program. And just from my experience, the first thing was our very first locker room was we're going to Battle Creek this year and we're going to talk about it every day. And it's not going to be a jinx. It's going to be something that um, is communicated in our gym every day so that we're ready when we get there. And right now I can see you repping that Northville swag. Talk to us more about your team. What have you learned about them over the course of the season and who would you say are key contributors? Um, this team is so deep. Um, I, I have to say I come home every day from practice and practices are probably our best competition because we're playing against each other. Um, we have a great group of six seniors, um, many leaders. Um, our setter, Juliana, she is a senior. She is fantastic, runs such a great offense. Um, she holds her teammates accountable and works harder than anyone. Um, one of our big hitters, Abby Reck, she's a junior outside. She's been a middle. She's actually an All-American middle um, in the club world. And uh, she's transitioned to the outside for us. She's leading us in kills um, and just brings so much energy to this team as well. Uh, I would definitely have to say one of our middles is a senior as well, Erin Morrissey. She is like what I call a dark horse. She didn't see that much playing time last year, um, but she has been, she hits over 400 in almost every one of our games um, and does such a great job. And then I think one of the big keys to this team is our defense. We have four defensive specialists that could easily be liberos at any other program um, in the state. And those four fight every single day. I've never coached a team with such great defense as we have this year. You know, I absolutely love that you said that the team's biggest challenge is when they play one another during practice, and especially with your players being able to know each other so well with their style and pace. How do you continue to make that a challenge for them when they know each other so well? Um, we constantly change up who's playing against who, who's hitting off of what setters. Um, we also set them up for uh, a lot of situations that they don't like. So we'll start one team is down 16 to 22 and whoever loses has to run, you know. So we set them up in a lot of scenarios. Um, I'm a coach that will let some illegal plays go during practice, but also not others to just kind of get under their skin of why is that, you know, working and not. And so they're kind of having to battle um, that part of the game. But yeah, we definitely mix it up a lot. Um, and my coaching staff is able to hop in as well and add a little bit of competitive atmosphere to them. So um, that works out for us. Well, you have to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. And looking ahead, you guys are going to be playing Novi. It's one of a one of the big rivalries here in the volleyball world, and especially with your yep. experience with that program, what's your perspective on what we can anticipate from that matchup? Well, you know, we already came up against them once this year, and uh, we went three, as Vince predicted, <laughs> and we won by two in that third set. So um, that team is so similar to us. They have two outsides that are liberos and club. <laughs> so for us, it's pick your poison when we're serving. They have three great passers that are always back. So I can definitely tell you this is going to be a game where there's going to be a ton of long rallies. Um, it's going to be a game of energy. Uh, Casey Byron is a friend of mine at Novi. So um, we both are very intense coaches. We're both very committed coaches. And I think both our teams have bought into that. So it is definitely going to be a loud match. And I anticipate, like I said, a ton of long rallies. Um, I'm actually a Novi alumni. So this is a very interesting uh, matchup for me. But um, I'm really excited. I think that a crosstown rivalry is always a great thing. A lot of these girls play travel together, so um, it'll be competitive. It'll be fun, and um, I have a feeling it'll be a long night. Hey, well, adding all those layers makes it all the more interesting, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
Yes. Well, Coach, is there anything that you would want any high school volleyball fans to know about your team if they haven't watched them play yet? Um, I just think the main thing is, is we're not a one-man show. We have so many different um, arsenals. We have, we're three, four deep in every single position. Um, so, you know, when you come up against us, it's not about just stopping one person. Um, it's about stopping 18, and that's including my sideline. These girls, whether they're in or not, whether they know they're going in or they know they might not be, um, every single one of them is committed to helping the team from wherever they are. Um, and I just think that that is a scary thing to have a team where, you know, if, if you stop Abby Reck, then you're going to have to stop Avery Nelson. You know, if you stop Avery Nelson, then you're going to have to stop Ava Thomas. Like there is just so much depth in our team. Um, and it's, it's just going to be difficult to, to get around that. Northville is certainly a force to be reckoned with. Coach, we appreciate you taking the time to join us here on Above the Net. Thank you so much for having me. And for those of you watching, you can check out the full-length interview here with Coach Lindstrom on our, on our podcast, anywhere that you like to stream. Do you know the biggest difference between a pickup game and organized high school sports? The answer is obvious, it's officials. School sports is more than just kicking a ball or running fast. They're an extension of a student's education and the classroom. An official can help teach the importance of following the rules, impartiality, and most importantly, fairness. Captain of the football team, correct? Yes, Represents leadership and sportsmanship, right? You guys set the good examples for your fellow teammates, okay? All right, we have a problem with one of your fellow teammates, we'll come and ask you to take care of the problem, okay? But the need for officials has never been greater. There are some benefits to becoming an official, like staying in shape, staying involved in the sports you played as a young person, networking, and of course, you can earn some pretty good extra money while doing all of that. It's easy to sign up. Just go to mhsaa.com slash officials and click register now. Now is a great time for you to get involved in your community and give something back to our kids. There's help wanted, we need you to whistle. For more information, visit our website at mhsaa.com. Hi, I'm Laura Ramos with DMC Physical Therapy and Sports Medicine, and I'm here today with Josie and Abby from Notre Dame Prep. And today on Game Changers, we're gonna show you the shin box exercise that's gonna improve your hip mobility and strength. There's not a sport out there that should not include the shin box exercise in their warm-up. And also, if you're going into the gym to do some squat training, it's a great way to warm up and activate your hips before squat training. The first shin box exercise starts out statically as a stretch. Get into this position. Both knees are bent at 90 degrees and your core is nice and straight. Now if your hips are too tight to do this, use your arm on the bent front leg to hold your body, support yourself, and push yourself nice and straight. Otherwise, go ahead and just cross your arms on your chest and hold this stretch position for 30 seconds. Then, again, if you can do it without holding on to the ground, without support, switch your legs to the other side. Looks like this. Good. Reset 90 degree knee bend, 90 degree knee bend, 
core straight facing forward. If you can't do it, one side might be tighter than the other, then put the opposite, this arm down for support to keep yourself pushed up straight. Maintain that stretch for 30 seconds. And then repeat back and forth three to five times. The second shin box exercise progresses to a dynamic stretch. Start out by using arm support. Get into your stretch position with a 90 degree bend on both hips. Now, dynamically change to the opposite direction using arm support. Get back into that stretch and then get back out of it to the other side. And you're going back and forth like this, just with that hesitation stretch, hold core position and go. Hold core nice and tight and go. Repeat this back and forth for about 10 repetitions on each side. If you don't feel warmed up enough, you can do another set. The third shin box exercise not only focuses on mobility, but also on strength of the hips. It looks like this. Start out in, in the normal stretch position. Make sure you're at 90-90. Now in this position, the leg that's in front, use that arm to help you push forward and go into the upright position, tightening those glutes. And then slowly control and come back down. Now, if you can do it without arm support, try it that way. Again, arm up, push, and reach with the arm that's in the, with the leg in the back position. Repeat that for about eight reps. Now, we can make this even harder by adding in some resistance. So on the arm that is extending up, that's the leg that's in the back, you're going to add a kettlebell. Same thing, push up, and back down with control. Push up, back down with control. Again, perform this with about eight repetitions on each hip. So work through the shin box progression and you'll develop healthy, flexible, strong hips. For more information on training, contact the team at DMC Physical Therapy and Sports Medicine. Do you have a sports injury or are you just looking to take your game to the next level? Then go where the pros go. DMC Physical Therapy and Sports Medicine. For immediate care, call 313-910-9328 or visit dmc.org slash game changer. We are back inside the SESN studios for another Miss Volleyball Profile. It's definitely an exciting race every year, Vince. Today, you're going to break down Ava Brizard and Serena Nyambo. Yeah, it's been fun kind of highlighting, previewing all the Miss Volleyball candidates. We're still early in the process. Ava Brizard is a six rotation outside hitter for Marion. She brings just a leadership on that court. Uh, when I talked about her in our first show where you guys interviewed me about Marion, she just is constantly bringing a ton of energy and leadership. She's got a hammer of an arm. She's going to NC State in the fall of 2022. And then you have Serena Nyambo. She's a middle hitter for Country Day. She has really changed that program and they're a volleyball school now. And uh, Coach Kim Lockhart has done a nice job with the group and Serena has been, as a player, just taking that group to the next level. She's explosive in the middle, she blocks well, changes teams offensively, and then when she gets the ball, look out. Now we have a quick update on our rankings. Vince, take it away. Yeah, we've got some changes. I know that Skyline 
lost last week, but they were missing Harper Murray, which is kind of a big deal for that group. So we've got Notre Dame prep still number one, still haven't been taken out on the season. So again, I talked about last week them having a brutal schedule in October and Beast of the East is coming up. We've got Rockford moving up past Grand Rapids Christian. They just beat GRC last week. Forest Hill Central up there and there's Dakota just slowly moving up. And then you've got Northville and Novi, the two rivals where I'm, I think they play in the next couple weeks. So that, uh, that'll be a good top 10 matchup. Awesome stuff as always, Vince. Thank you so much for joining us. For Vince Muscat, I'm Jenna Rose. We'll see you next time. State Champs Above the Net is presented by Lawrence Technological University. LTU offers two dozen varsity sports, including women's volleyball, along with several dozen world-class undergraduate programs. Athletic and academic scholarships are available in all sports. Visit ltuathletics.com and recruit yourself. Above the Net is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The Michigan Army National Guard, proud sponsor of the MHSAA. Detroit Medical Center Physical Therapy and Sports Medicine. Do you have a sports injury or are you just looking to take your game to the next level? Go where the pros go. Visit dmc.org slash game changers.